Hey, it's me. I'm Dr. Brendan McCarthy, Chief Medical Officer at Protea Medical Center in Chandler, Arizona. Thank you so much for tuning in my podcast. I start every podcast the same way. Please, when you have time, look through the description section on this video. You'll see the uh, works cited, which is just the stuff I researched to prepare for today's podcast. Um, I believe an educated patient is the best patient. Strongly believe that. So when you have time, you know, at your convenience, take a look at it. Uh, I spent a lot of time reading psychiatric journals for today's podcast. And I mean, I do read psychiatric journals. They're good stuff. You know, it's just not my primary arena. But uh, for this subject, I wanted to. We're going to talk about detoxing today because it's controversial and um, it's important. And why is it important? You know why it's important is because just Google detoxification and you'll see so many diet plans come up. So many people selling products. You see cleanses come up. What is this? And then you'll have a population of people who swear by it. You have another population of people say, that's malarkey, garbage. That's not real. What is the truth? Are they right? Are they both right? Usually they're both right, in my opinion. Whenever I see things like this, there's two sides. Usually there's a little bit of truth in each side. So what I'm going to try and do today's podcast kind of tease that out and explain it, why it's right and why it's wrong. That's the, that's the thing about detoxing. So first thing I want to tell you is like, the question is like, is detoxification real? Uh, yeah, it absolutely is. And you know, you'll see doctors say there's no such thing as detoxification. You know, if you ever have a doctor say there's no such thing as detoxification, remember this, or just put it in your phone just so you have that right, right there. It's called cytochrome P450. See, explain to me the concept of cytochrome P450. There's no such thing as detoxification, big guy. So that's, that's the thing. Detoxification is real. It is important. We use it in medicine actually pretty frequently, or we should be using it frequently in medicine. And it's the idea that your body needs to eliminate things that don't belong. And if you don't, the metabolic waste builds up and it interferes with healthy metabolism. So detoxification is something that's regular and it's good. So why am I bringing this up? Why is it at a conversation point? What's going on? The thing is, is that a lot of people will go with this, with the concept that they're dirty. That's the psychiatric journal part of this that I researched and getting ready for this. And it's something I already knew. We already kind of know this, you know, but, this is, but let's like really put a bow tie on it and make it look good and, and, and explain it out a little bit. Um, a lot of times people will want to detoxify uh, based upon an insecurity. And the idea is the promise of purification through toxin you know, it's basically going after a sense of inner contamination. There's something contaminated in you. That's where there's a little bit of a problem, I think. Then there's the other people who want to detoxify. And those are the ones who went out on a bender. You know, they went drinking, heavy drinking or heavy eating on a cruise ship. And those cleanses are different, you know, there's good and bad to that one too. So I'll get into that. When it comes to, let me go back to the one where the person has that internal sense of contamination. When you have that internal sense of contamination and a lot of times you have toxic relationships and toxic workplaces or toxic lifestyle, you know, we externalize that toxicity into um, something in the environment around us. And we can externalize it to food 
or we can externalize it to chemicals in the environment or any one of those things. And people will try to eliminate that external thing and purify themselves of that thing in order to have a sense of purification from that internal issue. It's, it's, it's externalization. It's called splitting. Okay? They're trying to take something and, and correct this thing over here by correcting this over here. It'll correct this here. That's not how medicine works. It's like, um, oh, it's called mortification of the flesh. <laughs> That's some Catholic upbringing right there. <laughs> you beat your body up in order to purify yourself of your sins. Um, it's the idea that you're going to harm yourself a little bit through purification, through deprivation, and uh, that's going to somehow or another get rid of the, the internal contamination that you feel. So that kind of detox, yeah, that's not quite right. It's the desire to detox is good and valid in that person. And that person does need help. That person has a toxic relationship. And if you think about it, sometimes we're in these hostile relationships as abusive marriages or abusive workplace. We don't always want to admit it. We don't always want to look at it. We want to look at something else. So that's why people will do that. And it's, it's important as a care provider or if it's one of your friends to understand that. The person who comes to you talking about they're going to do detox and you see that, you'll know what I'm talking about when you see it. They don't need judgment. And they need understanding. Another one, detox. Going back, now I'm going to switch gears back again to the detox with lifestyle things. Um, you'll have the people want to detox because, again, they ate too much junk food or, you know, they've been, they've been smoking or drinking or any one of those types of things. And, and they'll go on a bender and they're like, I'm just going to give myself dry January because that's what, that's what dry January is, basically detoxing, right? And we're, we just finished January, so that's appropriate to discuss. There's other ones that happen that's a little more insidious where people are like, I'm going to be really healthy Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and part of Sunday. I'm going to be crazy. That's called the detox to retox. That's what my wife calls it. My wife, I think she coined it. I'm going to give that to my wife. She's the one that made that up. Anyway, it's the idea is that you're going to take really poor care of yourself for the weekends and take great care of yourself during the week. The thing about that is that that's not healthy. That's not really detoxifying, detoxification because you're preparing yourself to harm yourself and there's no good reason to harm yourself, you know, and there's no guarantees that by doing that, you're somehow or another reversing the damage of what you did the weekend before. So detox to retox, it's out there, not a good thing. See, the thing is about detox to retox, it's like a magical thinking, you know, that I can get away with this weekend and be horrible to my body and then I'm going to take these detox pills i'm going to take you know some supplements for my liver detox and i'm going to just do a juice cleanse you know monday through thursday and i'll be fine i actually had a woman who did that she would do um it's called a fat fast and it's something that's used in ketosis to trick someone's body into ketosis quicker and you'll do 200 calories every two hours 80 percent of the calories coming from fat right and you do that for about 1200 calories or so and uh, it's a popular thing in ketosis world. The thing about it is, is that she would do that Monday through Thursday. And she would lose weight Monday through Thursday, of course. Because she's 1,200 calories, all fat, no carbohydrates. She's flipping into ketosis. She's losing a lot of water weight. But then Friday comes along, pretzels and beer. 
literally in my chart note, she was drinking beer and eating pretzels. That's what she went to from, from cream cheese, piece of ham wrapped around cream cheese. You know, that, that was one of her meal choices. She went from that to pretzels and beer. It's just not good. You know, thinking that somehow or another could be healthy is magical thinking. It's not healthy. See, the thing is, is it's important to understand the person in front of you and their motivations for detoxification. Is it because they want to go crazy Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Is it because they're in a hostile, terrible relationship? Is it because their work is awful and their work-life balance is not good? Is it because they're not letting themselves sleep because they're just running their engines all the time? You know, what's the reason underneath it? The mental, emotional struggle we experience is real and it's valid. And, and the tools we use are important. And reaching for a tool is the first step and it shouldn't be judged. Someone reaching online and looking up detoxes and trying to go on it, they're doing their best with what they can in the moment. So it's important for us care providers, but also people who see this in their friends and they're like, you know, stop detoxing. That's stupid. It doesn't work. But they don't need that. You know, they need our understanding and compassion and to see them where they are and to be present for them. You know, what is a detox? A detox, I wrote this down the other day. I was sitting at lunch. I was like, I'm going to write this out. What is a detox? So I'm clear with it. So every time I ramble, I get in trouble with these things. I don't want to ramble. I write these slides for myself to stay on course and I will follow them. But a few minutes after I start them, I'll just go start wandering around, just start talking crazy. But I'm going, I want to read this. So it's clear. <laughs> Metabolic waste is a part of metabolism and we need to eliminate that waste in order to continue the reaction in the cell. All right, that makes sense. You know, the buildup of metabolic waste inhibits proper metabolism and the metabolic waste inhibiting metabolism is toxicity. That's it. And removal is detoxification. That's it. That's it. That's basic detoxification. Another version of it is when we ingest external compounds that are not biologically compatible with our own body. And that could be like preservatives in your food and it could be like pesticides on your vegetables it could be hormones in your meat it could be tylenol because you have a migraine any of those things are toxic compounds right they're not meant to be in your body they're not made for us does that mean you can't have them they're not great but does that mean you're gonna kill you no our bodies can handle a tremendous amount of abuse tremendous amount of abuse i promise you that doesn't mean we should abuse it you know, so when you get these things in your body, your body's ability to eliminate them, that's detoxification. If your body doesn't get rid of them and they sit around for a while, they're going to inhibit normal metabolism. That's a medical fact. That's science right there. Okay. So those are two types of ideas of detoxification. So why do people seek detox? As I mentioned earlier, it's going to be, you know, addiction, unhealthy activities. They're going to see drinking, junk food, drugs, all these things qualify. Um, you'll also see people want to do a digital detox. That's becoming very popular nowadays. People want to like just pull back from, from digital uh, um, screen time. Uh, another one that's out there that I see and I saw in some of the comments when I did the po podcast on thyroid is, is when people have complex diseases that are not well understood and that are not being well treated, patients will inevitably try doing some type of detoxification with the idea that that's going to help them. Okay, that's, a, that's true. That's out there. Which ones work? And do detoxes work? Kind of. 
I think I say that with every podcast. Like kind of, it kind of works. That kind of works. The reason why it's conditional. Like I said, I think in my last podcast, it's like you have to treat, like we talked about insomnia. The reason why the person has the insomnia, we need to know that so we know how to treat it. If someone has a melatonin deficit, because the monoamine pathway is compromised, which is a nerdy way of saying the pathway that makes serotonin and melatonin is broken, something's wrong with that. If they're low on melatonin, yeah, melatonin orally is going to be good. But if someone has insomnia because they don't have enough um, pregnenolone, right? That's another one. Giving them melatonin, will that help? No. Same with detoxification. Why are we detoxing? What's going on with the person? That's when it becomes kind of. Because some detoxes, you can't, as I mentioned earlier, dietarily or using supplements or even medications, you can't detoxify a, a horrible, toxic marriage or a horrible, toxic boss. You can't do it. It doesn't work that way. You have to treat it where it is. Okay? So kind of is the answer. The detox to redox, you know, going back over that. Um, you can't go out on the weekends and hammer garbage into your body and then expect that Monday through Thursday is taking a bunch of supplements and, and, and doing some type of juice cleanse is going to fix it. It just doesn't. You're beating your body up and that damage is being done. Trying to correct it once a week is not good. It's better to limit the amount of weekends you're causing that harm to your body. That's, that's very important. So, you know, when someone comes in with a detox to retox lifestyle, my goal then is to say, this is not helping you. This is not going to work. We need to stop the cycle. We need to understand why the person has that life cycle. Why are they harming themselves on the weekends? Is this a psychological thing? Is this a physical addiction? What's going on with the individual? How can we help change their lifestyle together? So that detox retoxing, not good. And, 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 and it's not effective and it's not helpful. What about digital detoxes? And I deal with that. You know, I'm, God, I have kids and I love being a father, but there's absolutely no rule book for how to deal with digital screen time with kids because it's so new. We didn't have this and it's new and, and we don't have good answers with it yet. We're still trying to figure it out and there's some answers out there, but they're not complete and there's not a lot of them. So, so do digital detoxes work? I've had that where I tell my kids, you know, this is it. Your screen time's up and, and we're going to do a digital detox now, you know, for the rest of the day, no screen time. Why am I doing that? Because I want them to have interpersonal relationships. I want them to be connected with other people in real life. And does detoxifying them from their screen time do that? Not always. I'll see them sitting on the couch, just looking at a blank screen. I've seen that. I remember my, oh, it's just, <laughs> I tell stories of them doing that. It's like, guys, I got you off screen time so you can go do something. Go play, go ride your bikes, go walk around the neighborhood, go talk to your friends, go draw, go read a book. You know, let's, let's play something, let's play cards, you know? So if they're doing detox digital and all you're doing is sitting there waiting for your screen time to come back on, that's not an effective digital detox. The goal is to figure out what it is we're trying to detox, what we're trying to get out of it, and then, do that, which in this case, more interpersonal time, not screen time. What about complex and poorly treated health concerns that people want to detox for those because they're out there? 
You'll have people who have any number of disorders, autoimmune conditions. You'll see cancer. You'll see mood disorders. And people will do their best to try and manage it through doing these cleanses and detoxes. Do they work? I'm going to say sometimes. And, and when do they work? So let me say that. I've seen dietary changes lower thyroid antibodies. Absolutely. I have seen people change their diet and I've seen that lower autoimmune thyroid antibodies. Yes. And that's valid and you see it in the labs. I've seen people with autoimmune conditions remove certain things from their diet and I've seen that lower their autoimmune metrics, the root arthritis, the RA factor. I've seen all those go down. Uh, uh, Sjogren's, all of those things I've seen reduce with diet. C-reactive protein and chemical associated with inflammation diet will lower that. So that does help. And I use lab work to verify and justify. So that way they're not just doing some type of um, juice cleanse or some kind of like, you know, I'm only going to eat carrots for a week. No, we do it more targeted, very focused in what foods are affecting their immune system and we pull those foods out, okay? And, and the proof is the lab work and the reduction in symptoms. That's what works for us. So, so complex diseases, yes, there are times when, when detox diets will work. But that's a far cry from the person who has an autoimmune condition and they want to do like a cabbage soup diet. You know, that's not the same as me trying to figure out what foods are affecting their immune system that's causing them to have the autoimmunity or contribute to the autoimmunity, okay? So there's, there's being targeted with that diet. That does help, and I have seen that work. That can be effective. Only way knowing for sure is that partnership with your physician to run your labs before and after to verify. And that's what a good doctor does. That's what I do. That's what the doctors I work with, that's what we all do. You know, that's what doctors are supposed to do. What about people with dealing with a dirty world? Because it's a dirty world. You know, the, the, the podcast I've done on you know, the environmental impact on, on reproduction is just, it's true. You know, BPAs, plastics are dangerous. You know, we know that herbicides are dangerous. We know that a lot of these compounds, forever chemicals, PFOSs, all these things are around us affecting us. Will a detox fix that and cleanse it? No, not always it's better to take it out. The thing is like, as I mentioned uh, in a previous podcast, removing BPAs or bisphenol A, right, which is derived from plastics, removing that from your life will stop the progression of the damage already done. It doesn't reverse the damage. Detoxifying off of chemicals will oftentimes arrest the pathology, but it will not always reverse the pathology some things we can reverse pathology sometimes we can't so it's important to know what it is that we're detoxifying why we're detoxifying and then again run labs verify the effectiveness of what we're doing and and when it comes to that with detoxifying that way there's a lot of things out there for chemical exposure and chemicals in the environment people want to detox and people will do like um fasts when i see detox i just mean taking the chemical out of your environment you know stop using plastics with everything stop cooking with plastic stop microwaving in a tupperware those things i'm talking about that's my detox the people out there that believe that detoxification from chemicals in the environment includes things like sauna um fasting um and colonics does that work well sauna yes sauna can and and you can test the not that you would but you could test the sweat 
and see the chemicals are coming out of their body that way. That will work. That is good. Those can be helpful, except colonics. Colonics don't work. It's a running joke on my podcast. I make fun of colonics a little too much. But it's I don't think colonics are effective. Do IVs help? Like IV nutrition help with detox? Sometimes, but it depends on what we're trying to correct in their metabolism. Okay? So again, detoxification from chemicals and, and environmental toxins has to do with eliminating it from your body's exposure, excuse me, eliminating or reducing exposure of those chemicals. That's the best way. The take home from this is important here. Those people seeking to detox have a real and valid need. There's something going on and they're perceiving it and they deserve to be heard and understood. It's not always what they think it is. Sometimes it is that externalization of an internal issue they have, this sense of contamination from something that happens. Sometimes you know you have patients who've been violated and they want to detoxify from that. You know, those are valid. That's real. It's important to listen and understand and not judge. Um, then there are those who abuse it because they're gonna have a hard lifestyle and they want to just party hard and <laughs> and clean hard that's not good trust me that's never goes well and then you have the ones who are trying to you know just get rid of chemicals in the environment these all have a place they all have a valid reason and it's important for us to understand that and treat at that level i hope this was helpful um please like subscribe and share this is the way i know that this content is useful to you and, and has some benefit thank you so much for tuning in have a good day